The beginning of Bereish is Rashi, the first Rashi in Chumash Bereishis, asked the question, the famous question, why does the Torah begin with the story of Bereishis, with the story of Briyas Elam? Why doesn't the Torah begin with the first mitzvah, the mitzvah HaChodesh HaZelachem, which is the mitzvah of Kiddush HaChodesh? How to consecrate the moon, to consecrate the beginning of a month, and that should be the first mitzvah, the first beginning. It should be the beginning of the Torah. After all, the Torah is a sefer of mitzvahs, not a book of stories and histories. And Rashi answers that the reason the Ebrishter began the Torah with the story of Bria Sa'ilam is in order to give Jews ammunition to respond to their enemies. The nations of the world are going to criticize the Jews for conquering Eretz Yisrael in the time of Yeshua. And they'll say, listen, Matam, you're thieves. You conquered our land, and you have no right to that land. So the Jews will be able to say, look, right at the beginning of our Torah, it says that Hashem created the world. If he created the world, then he owns it. He's the Balabas. And so he decided to give it to you for a while, and then he decided to give it to us for a while. We're not thieves. So this is the reason why the Torah begins with Breshis, with the story of creation. I mean, why does the Torah have to tell it to us right here? We understand it's an important message. It's a very important message for us to know how to respond to the Goyim when they criticize us about Eretz Yisrael. But what does that have to do with the beginning of Torah? Torah is about mitzvahs. Write a separate book and tell us there this important information. Maybe title the book, How to Respond to Other Nations and to Critics. People that are critics of Eretz Yisrael. What's left to do with the Torah? How does that answer the question? So there's a number of answers in Chesidus, but one answer the Rebbe gives in a Maimer, very short Maimer, the Rebbe gave Lamat Ches, Matzah Shabbos Bereishis, from his room, this is right after the Rebbe suffered a heart attack. So the Mamorim, right in the beginning, are very short, but they're very uh, charged. Eichus. The Rebbe explains... Then what is the question, why the Torah doesn't begin Machidish Zelochem? So by Pashas we learn that the question is, since the Torah is a sefer of mitzvahs, start with the first mitzvah. What's the first mitzvah? The first mitzvah happens to be Hachidish Zelochem, how we should consecrate the new moon. Bechsidi says that's not true. That is not what the question is about. The question is that the Torah should begin with Hachidish Zelochem because that particular mitzvah, it's not only that it happens to be the first mitzvah, so we should start with this. It's something about the Chodesh HaZelachem specifically that fits to be in the beginning of the Torah. What is it about the Chodesh HaZelachem that should be in the beginning of the Torah? That means what is so foundational, so basic and introductory to the entire Torah in the midst of the Chodesh HaZelachem that it deserves to be in the beginning of the Torah. So it says, see this, HaChodesh is, is, is the essence of what Torah Mitzvah is about. Chodesh is the even a month. A month is connected to the moon, according to Kabbalah, the moon, which is receiving its light from the sun, doesn't have its own light, is a metaphor for Malchus. Kingship, the sphere of Malchus, which also receives its light and powers from the higher spheres. So on the one hand, Chodesh 
the word Achidesh reminds us of that lower dimension of godly energy that is designed to embed itself in the lower world. As we know, that Malchus is the, the level of a Lakus that is um, where Hashem constrains himself to enter the lower worlds and to suffuse life within each creation in accordance with its limitations. The limited dimension of, of godly life that designates and defines each creation uh, in its own level. Then there is Hazeh. Zeh means this. Zeh is a metaphor for something that is revealed. It's not hidden, it's not restricted, it's not limited to fit to anything, to cater to anything more limited. It's the thing as it is itself. Hazeh, the thing itself. This is un unadulterated alakus, unadulterated godliness, the way it is without restriction, unrestricted. And a chedesh azeh is the combination of the two that we're bringing within the limitations and the confines, the constraints of creation, we're revealing that deeper, mysterious, hidden dimension of alakus, the way God is unrestricted. That is what Terevitz is about, to bring the Yichud of Sevev and Memalakolam. Sevev is this transcendent dimension of Hashem. Hashem the way he is unrestricted, unlimited, and let him shine through, penetrate, penetrate through the constraints and limitations of creation. Chodesh should be penetrated with Hazeh. <clears throat> Herein lies the whole Nekuda, the whole point of Terevitz, to reveal godliness within the constraints of the natural world. So that's the question. Why doesn't Torah begin with the Chodesh Zalachem? Not only because it's the first mitzvah, but it's specifically that mitzvah that is fitting to be in the beginning of the Torah because it tells us what the purpose and what the meaning of the entire uh, purpose of Torah mitzvah is. So what's the answer then? So now we have to understand the answer. The answer is, Rashi says, the reason Hashem starts with creation is to tell us that um, we have a way of justifying the lot, the inheritance from the nations that we inherited through conquest from the nations, Eretz Yisrael, the seven nations that uh, occupied the land before we arrived, we conquered the land from them and that our conquest is legitimate and justified. Now that we explain that the question is, why does the Torah begin with Bereshis Boralakim, which talks about the constraints of creation, the way Hashem constrained Himself to become Shem Alakim, to limit Himself in accordance with the limitations of creation. When <clears throat> Torah is all about revealing the higher dimension of Hashem, that which transcends creation, into creation. So then why is the Torah begin with Bereshis, which talks about the constraints and the limitations of creation? So the answer is, there is something in Torah that is even, that is even greater than a Chodesh Hazer. Chodesh Hazer speaks about how we bring the limitlessness of Hashem, divinity itself, into within the constraints of creation. Comes Bereshis Baral Kim and tells us something even greater. The Eivish wanted a dira betachtonim. He wanted within the constraints of Bereishis Bar Alakim, 
Hashem created the world Elohim, Tzimtzum, limitations. That in there, we should reveal something even greater than HaKadosh Hazem. Losus Lam Nachlas Goyim. And the Rebbe explains that the Goyim, that Apipshat refers to the seven nations that occupied Eretz Yisrael. But we also know from Kabbalah, the seven Malche Edoim, the seven kings of Edoim, which Beruchin is referred to the uh, the Olam Atoyu, the powers of Olam Atoyu. This is a very lofty place, which at one point, as, as it says in Kabbalah, there was Shvira Sakelem, the crashing of the Kalim, and the Tzutz is very lofty, sparks of godliness fell and deteriorated into very lowly places. And our whole purpose of Teremitzvah is to elevate these many, many godly sparks that at the core of, are extremely lofty, extremely divine. And we need to retrieve them from these lowly places of captivity and elevate them. And in the process of doing so, the entire world is being elevated. So the seven nations that we're referring to is the seven Malchayadim, the Nitzutzik Dusha that we need to elevate. The Goyim are arguing the Yitzhara, the Goyim inside of us. The Goyim inside of us is arguing, listen, Matim, what are you driving me crazy? You're telling me that what? Eating and drinking also has to be Lishma. When you go to Shul, you dive, and I understand you're connected to Hashem. But when you're out there in the world, you're eating and drinking, have a good time. Why are you dragging the outside world also into the base medrash, also into the shul? Everything you do in the mundane world, you're also trying to connect with the lakus. You're a, you're a robber, listimatim. That's really the, 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 in another words, the message of the Yetzirah. Come on, enjoy the world the way it is. <clears throat> there's time to go to shul, and there's time to live your life, having a good time. You're robbing the, this physical mundane world from its pleasures. So the Ebrisha says, The whole world with all its pleasures were created to begin with, with the Tachlas HaKavona to unearth these godly sparks that are buried in those very lowly mundane dimensions of creation. In the food we eat, in the, in the, in the beverages we drink, in the, 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 the world around us that we use as a resource for life is replete with these godly sparks that need to be redeemed. And that's the whole purpose, why they're there, why the world was created. The Abish designed it especially in a certain way that they, that means the Malche Edom, the Klippus, will have some control, reign over that part of the world. The world will look as if it has no connection to godliness. He gave it to them. Let them dominate that part of the world of creation. At least it would appear that way. And then Hashem says, and now I want you to conquer it back and reclaim it on my behalf. That is the deeper interpretation of Rashi in Avedis Hashem. This gives us a whole new way of viewing the challenges of life. When we realize the Ebeshe created those challenges, the criticism of the, of the Goyim. That means the Yetzirah inside that says, why do you rob me of my pleasures? Let the shul be the shul. Let my physical pleasures be the physical pleasures that I love so much. And you wonder, how do you overcome 
the tainus and the challenges and the temptations of those nachlas shiva goyim. And the emeth, the answer is that Abraham created them to begin with for that purpose, that I can conquer them back. Therefore, there's not a challenge that I cannot overcome.